When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking. It is 26 minutes after the hour here on the Drunk Large Radio Show. That's right. And we're here with uh, Ed Nail, chairman of the Coalition of New Hampshire Taxpayers. Ed comes in uh, for a question of voter fraud every Wednesday morning, but often is in early where we take up other other topics and matters. And uh, I want to get to this rejection because there are few people, if any, who know more about the uh, right to know law than Ed Nail. But I guess we have a caller on the line. Yes. All right. Who's the caller? Eric. Eric. Good morning, Eric. Oh, God. Hey, I got a question. I was at that meeting the other day when you brought up that thing about the uh, about the uh, breaking the uh, the rules for the school board, the yeah. charter, right? Yeah, yeah. the charter. Well, she, and then she, the board of aldermen had a meeting a while back. And, you know, a couple of people broke the charter. And what good are the rules if they, at the end that they always protect their own? So I'll hang up and listen. I, I'm sorry. What was the question? Um, what good are the rules if they go ahead and break them every time they feel like it? Well, that, that's uh, that's that's kind of the point, and that was you know the palpable exasperation that some of us expressed uh, when the school board decided to receive and file the agenda item and keep you know keep secret. You know, it's, and how do you? It's it's like an open secret. You have the attorney sitting there in front of you saying, "Oh yeah, you can you can you know you can mention my you can discuss my 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 opinion, my finding and whatnot." But it's up to you as to whether or not you release the letter because that's protected by privilege after he discussed the details of it in public. Yeah, you need a new attorney, right? And so you get you know guys like this troll. Uh... That you know now it's so that that's the thing. But you know I don't want to I don't want to dwell on the uh, uh, on this. I do want to talk about the uh, right to know request because the uh, district's attorney has denied the right to know requests of John DePietro and the union leader, stating uh, and those requests were to release the findings, the report. Vice Chairman Arthur Beaudry asked the uh, attorney to take a look at what she did, Nancy Tessier, and determine what, if any, laws it violated. uh, And if it violated any laws, what are the remedies of the law? We have have that that report. And an attorney who's saying, RS, this is uh, subject to attorney-client privilege. Uh, Oh, but I'm looking. This is about what a public figure did. Where is the legal opinion or advice in this? And is this a criminal case? Uh, no. Well, then why is it attorney-client privilege? Is it? Uh, I don't know. There isn't any lawsuit that's been threatened. You know, it's not like it's not like Superintendent Vargas has said. You know, I could sue you for this. Kind of anywhere near the lawsuit aspect of this. And actually, if he said, I don't care if you release anything. I mean, it's already been released. Right. Somebody took the option of doing that. Mrs. Tessier, and that's already been released, so the damage has been done. If you're just talking about litigation, it, that's already there for the, uh, an opportunity. Right. Yeah. She, she started that. So they're calling the results of their findings a legal opinion subject to attorney-client no. privilege that uh, only the board can vote to release. It's legal research. You asked him to assemble the facts of what happened and what statutes are involved, and if he's an attorney for the school, you get regular documentation. If the laws change or there's a court case that comes up, you'll be contacted by your attorney or by NHMA. 
like a warning to school boards that this case in this town may have altered this or that statute or the way we do business. That happens all the time. This is There is no pending litigation. There's no threat of litigation. And it has to be in writing that, uh, that would make this exempt. So what, what basis does he have for not letting the public know what happened? So I'll tell you what. I'll create a secret document, and I'll give it to you, and then you can, you can hide it after somebody already spilled the beans in, in non-public session. So it doesn't make any sense. And why not let the people who are breaking the law pay to have this hidden rather than have the public know what's going on? How are you supposed to vote on these things? How is the public supposed to know how, how the board is behaving if the board has research done into what has happened and hasn't released the research to the public? I, you know, yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. but so, you know, we still have we still have the issue of whether or not the board should have released it on its own, and that to me is an ethical issue that every voter should take a look at and say, really, I suspect this little uh, ambush on me has everything to do with trying to discredit me or uh, provide a diversion to say, well, see, other people are breaking laws too when I, I didn't, and in fact, I talked to the attorney last uh you know the the district's attorney about last night he said hmm was the device in plain view i said yeah he said uh and you and i told him i said well i was doing this so i could give the audio to the to the clerk so that she could do the minutes yeah, it's not even discussable and he said and and, and yeah and, and he maybe you should have the attorney do some research said, into what happened yeah he said right? well yeah, maybe we should but it's you know <laughs> and then you could release 300 that. bucks an hour and then i and i, and I said you know, he said, well, you know, uh, are you aware of the state's wiretapping statutes? I said, no. He said, well, you have to knowingly violate those. He said, yeah, there's nothing here. I said, yeah, thank you very much. All right. We have John Liskars, former Hooks at School Board member on the phone. Good morning, John. John, is he gone? Are you not using Facebook this morning or because you're, you're whispering in my ear instead of using the messages and I'm... I wasn't sure if you had it up yet. Oh, okay. No worries. So he's gone. All right. Ch- call back, John. So anyway, you were saying. Yeah. Have the uh, the attorney, uh, the, your 91A expert, uh, in, investigate what happened with you and uh, that you were recording as the clerk <laughs> the minutes of the uh, non-public session. Right. Well, you know, here's the thing, and too. See, and see what he can, he can squeeze out of that. Yeah. Well, I found, I found out last night, too, that um, those non-public minutes, because I kept them and because the audio, the audio turned out not to be usable. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm going to be the one that has to attest to the minutes because I asked the clerk, I said, well, now the clerk refused to use the audio because she, you know, she, this all, she felt uncomfortable. So right. she contacted right. the, uh, you know, the, 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 wait a minute. She talked to the board vice chair. They said, talk to the attorney or what? She oh, talked boy. to the attorney and they said, well, you shouldn't listen to the audio. <laughs> okay. So I asked her, I said, well, how are you who's going to attest to the minutes then if you're doing the minutes based on my notes and you haven't listened to the audio who's going to attest to the uh you know to the to, to the minutes and she said oh i didn't think about that i said okay so i asked the, i mentioned that to the lawyer last night while we were walking out of city hall he said oh it'll have to be you because you're the one who took the notes oh, I but, said, but already, i'm not the one who wrote the minutes so i already erased them in my head I'm yeah sorry. <laughs> You know, this is just nonsensical. If you want to get revenge on somebody for, for for basically trying to hold somebody who's doing something illegal on the board, if you want to do that, you probably pick a better way to do it. This is it's not working out for you. You got somebody who's releasing non-public information illegally and has a history of doing it, and the board's trying to cover that up. So what you got is you have 
bubble gum on both of your shoes already. You know, why don't you just clean up the mess, release the thing to the public like you're supposed to, and follow the law. Real, real well, simple. So you're of the opinion that uh, because it involved the actions of a public official. Well, that's part of the 91A law. Well, that's part of the 91A. Bingo. But, you know, I've got attorneys on the other side who are saying, oh, yes, but uh, the, the attorney-client privilege thing has been tested in court and you know, case more or less supersedes the, uh, you know, the, the, the right to know law. Attorney-client privilege of a municipal Actually, government? I have the letter right here. Let me, let me read it to you real quick. I respond. This, this is public. This is the letter that the attorney sent to DePietro. Okay. So I write to respond to your September 26th letter requesting uh, governmental records pursuant to 91A. In your letter, you request all documents related to the alleged breach of confidentiality by a member of the Board of School Committee, including the legal opinion provided by James O'Shaughnessy and Matthew Upton. After consulting with our client and reviewing the minutes of the relevant Board of School Committee meetings, we are denying the request on behalf of the district. The legal opinion provided by the district's attorneys is a communication protected under the attorney-client privilege which falls within the exemption for confidential information under RSA 91A colon 5 subsection 4. It is well-established law in New Hampshire that legal advice is protected from disclosure unless the privilege is waived by the client. At its meeting on September 25th, the board, uh, uh, the board of school committee voted in public session not to waive the privilege with respect to the legal opinion letter, thereby preserving the confidentiality of that letter. So what advice did he give you? Is there any advice in the letter? No. No. It was research. There might, have been one, there might have been one piece of advice recommending that we not go to Hillsborough County Superior Court for a removal proceeding and instead consider a censure. Okay. But since that was brought up in the public discussion that we had on the 25th, I'm not even disclosing anything there. But you asked him to review what happened, the facts of what happened. That is my understanding. So, that board, so basically, board, that board vice chair asked him to look at what was done, determine whether or not it violated any policies, laws, whatever. And if so, what the remedies spelled out in the law. Well, maybe you should were. hire somebody to just uh, to, to do the exact same thing. It's not an attorney. <laughs> Why would you ask them to review this and put the facts together if they're not going to be public? That that is public. That's what she did is is public, and she's a public figure supposed to be out in, in for review and opinion. And the court cases, pending, threatened, in writing court cases are what exempts and it's cl- attorney client privilege. I'd love to see the case. There must be a name for it somewhere. Attorney client privilege in a municipality. This isn't like uh, somebody hired an attorney to protect their rights. This mm-hmm. is a public meeting of a public elected board. A little bit different than than your standard guy got picked up for something. Oh, well, that's my thought, too. But what do I know? I'm just a dopey radio talk show host. And this is the Upton Law Firm? Uh, yeah, this yeah. is. You know, and I, and I, I've been I, doing battle with them for oh, I don't know how long. Yeah. Same uh, deal. The, the, the law firm is, uh, what do they call themselves? Uh, Drummond Woodsome. Yeah, and I talked to him last night. I said, but, you know, O'Shaughnessy was sitting, and this is all happening. It's not on the clock because we're walking out, to, uh, walking out the front door of City Hall together. And I caught, caught up with him in the, in the, talking to him, you know, on his way to the car. I was like, Matt, I said, he sat there. O'Shaughnessy sat there in public session and said that there was nothing to his knowledge in that letter that 
uh, uh, that violated uh, the the non-public, uh, the confidential information from the non-public session. And he said we could discuss the findings. He said I could, I, we could share them. He just said that the board had to vote to release the letter. So how is it, how is it attorney-client privilege if I can talk about the findings in public session that are in the letter and I can, I can share his opinion, which is what the minutes say, share the opinion that's in the letter, but I can't share the letter. Sounds like, sounds like it's lost in a rhetorical cat litter pan. Uh, well, you know, the simple way to clear this up would be for the board to simply do the right thing and vote, as DePetro asked him to do again, to release the letter. This is Gerard at Large. 